the turned-on people who seem to set many of today's lifestyles are not the only ones smoking grass, popping bennies, shooting speed, or dropping acid. If they were, the problem would be somewhat less tragic. It's that who's a sophisticated radio, baby. Presented by Mycelial Media. Streaming live on WGNU. 20am.com and my cellular media on YouTube. Check it out. Out, out, out. In this kind of dosage, it causes a fantastic speeding up of the mind uh, function so that the person suddenly feels a rush of tremendous numbers of ideas flashing through his mind and as a matter of fact, with hallucinogenic type overtones. There tends to be a distortion of time. And of course, the person is confused. The person is confused person is confused person is confused Everybody, welcome back to Hoosier Sophisticate Radio here on nine nine nineteen. The the portal doors have opened. Our show is being sucked into the multidimensional universe where quartz crystals rule and <laughs> wicked try. I'm sorry, guys. This is Hoosier Sophisticate Radio, and we're just breaking down life here. We're brought to you by uh, we talked about James Carlton and also Lifetime Roofing. Roof, roof. Just if are you in charge of like a lot of properties and have a lot of roofs under your belt or work for a company that deals with a lot of roofs, just call Lifetime Roofing and kind of make a relationship and make both of your lives better, and then we never really have to worry about anything ever again. That's true. Right? They do siding. They, my guy, he knows. They do siding. They do and they siding. also do roofs. Yeah, they'll do exterior work for days. As good exterior work as you'll find. As you'll ever see. Um, I'm well, excited. I'm excited, Craig. Why? Because I get to do a show with you on every Monday, and that's awesome. And our community has been growing like a weed. Big week. Big Mr. Viral over here. Mr. Viral. Can we hear that round of applause again? (laughs) (laughs) Greg went viral with a little post on Twitter. I'm still winning the Twitter follower battle. You are doing that? Um, By about 20, I think. We're both, neither of us are setting the world on fire. No, not at all. Not exactly. What did you do? You stole something I took a, uh, it was an awesome little uh, uh, thread by a guy, Dana Larson. Who's that? Uh, I don't know. He's, just a guy. he's a guy. He's a guy. No, he's a uh, he's a cannabis activi- activist. Uh, you know, he's pretty pretty well known in the in the cannabis circles. He had an awesome thread talking about how throughout all the years they um, throughout all the years they've told us, oh, the potency of marijuana has increased forty fold since, yep. and it just every decade it was just an outrageous yeah. exponential no, times factor of strength. So. Um, yeah, I just I just uh, I clipped it, and made it into um, you know a, a post on Facebook, some photos, and it, it really took off. And we're at nine thousand shares, I think. Yeah, something like that. It's reached uh, you know six hundred, seven hundred thousand. <laughs> oh, look at you! Look at that twinkle in your eye, Mister Viral guy. <laughs> no, it's uh, you know it's been cool though. We've 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 added you know almost uh, six hundred likes. Yeah, uh, to the business page. I mean, we're, we're tickling two thousand, uh, tickling two thousand on the on the on the group. Um, I liked when Dana Larson, though, said, because uh, you had most of the quotes, but you did not get the last one where he said, there is no Dana, only Sue. Oh, 
Only Zool. I have a hard time not yep. getting yeah, it. I know. I'm excited. When I, when I I'm excited. That. When I hear that. It's going to be tough to do the rest of the show. You know who Dana Larson is? Yes, I do. Dana Albert Larson is a Canadian author. Author, sorry. Politician and cannabis this rights activist. Read. Larson was the editor of Cannabis Culture magazine from its creation in 1994 until 2005, producing 54 issues with publisher Mark Emery, who now also oh, serves as editor. How about the, that? The, He's uh, an OG. Pan of seeds. Yeah, He's a I've cannabis OG. Him. Oh, we're getting a lot of text on the line right now that said, oh, they really like what Mike's doing. Mike, can you believe that? Yeah, he also found well, don't, British Columbia no Marijuana Party. Thank oh, you very okay. much. Start a round of party. applause, right. Mark. Give us that round of applause. All right. All right. <laughs> We're having a good time. <laughs> hey, listen, I want to tell you about an event that's coming up. You do? Why? I do. Well, because. Is it fun? Because it's kind of cool. Is it going to be a good time? It's the Missouri Cannabis Art Fair, and it's brought to you by the Missouri Cannabis Business Network. Okay. <clears throat> it's their way of supporting local artists, especially the community of extremely talented glass blowers. Without their hours of dedication, Missouri patients would have very few means of consuming their medical cannabis. The art fair is taking place on September 29th from 10 to 4 p.m. at the Mad Art Gallery in St. Louis. They'll be featuring a live glass art competition with glass artists from all across the state. And all competition pieces will be auctioned off in a benefit of charity organization, our friends, Aiden's Alliance. Oh, heck yeah, buddy. Nick Woodward and a few other members of Dab Stars will be in attendance. Uh, there will be a variety of CBD retailers, cannabis educators, pro-cannabis doctors, and an assortment of artists in attendance. We'll be featuring a live DJ, 18 and counting. Tickets are 10 bucks online or they're 15 bucks at the door. Go check it out. It's the Missouri Cannabis Art Fair put on by Missouri Cannabis Business Network. Who's the most famous artist going in St. Louis? Is it like Pete Walliger or like one of those guys? Glass like, artist? No, just I'm saying like oh. just maybe uh, paint medium or something. That's, to, a, that's a great question. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I know I have a couple of favorites. Uh, Nick Fozzie's a favorite. I think he's actually part of the group, too. I shared that guy's thing uh, in our group not too long ago. Some great guy. photographers in the wow, area, too. yes, man. So. I feel like photography is becoming quite the little racket to get into because there's so many good cameras. That's, so everybody's got, got a got a yeah, 4K camera buddy. now, right? Yeah, everybody's got a podcast now, buddy. <laughs> <sighs> I got a... Uh, you want to do some streaming? We can do that. I got a little cannabis store. You want to do that and then go into streaming? Yes, I do. Okay. I do want to do that because we talk about cannabis here, guys. We do, every now and then. And Scott keistered a bunch before he came in here, so we're going to have a good <laughs> time tonight. Yep. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, we have a ghost. The door just cannabis opened. dispensaries linked to decrease in crime rates. A new study on Denver neighborhoods show a 19 percent crime drop rate when a cannabis dispensary is present. While many communities have feared the opening of a legal cannabis dispensary would bring more crime to the neighborhood, research suggests the opposite is true. A new research article analyzing crime rates of neighborhoods in Denver shows that marijuana dispensaries can lead to an overall reduction in crime in neighborhoods. The result simply imply that an additional dispensary in a neighborhood leads to a reduction of 17 crimes per month per 10,000 residents, which corresponds to roughly a 19% decline relative to the average crime rate over the same sample period, studies author wrote. What do you think about that? Listen, uh, the drug war is such a failed travesty of just nonsense that we've been locking people up for for a plan, and I'm still, I get so upset. We, we, we had those... Uh, you shared another thing about the infographs about how yeah, you know, the, the, failed, right the failed drug war and how you know we're this land of the free and we have the most people in prison and the most extensive law books and 
you know, I, I got to take care of you. I got to make sure you don't do bad things. And yeah. well, I have a I have a law against you actually committing a crime, but also it's a crime if you do something to your body before you commit a crime. And now we got a law on top of that law, and and there's an ambient law that that I can't be held responsible for what I do because that's a pharmaceutical. And if I take that, but no, oh, if you if you have a plant, you have a plant, you might go to jail for twenty some odd years, like Jeff Mazansky. Well, now people. People are sitting there in the streets going, oh, I got my six-figure company in store, and I'm getting money, and Weed Maps is gone, and there's still people rotting in prison. It's, it's, I, I try not to think about it. I got into a um, – But maybe I should. Not a heated debate, but I got into a debate the other day because there was a story in the news here in St. Louis. There was a guy that was killed. His seven-year-old was in the backseat of the car. The police Ooh. made a stop. Um, the police used – necessary force the guy reached for a weapon when the cops were coming up on him he had like maybe a eighth of grass with him and he had he had harder drugs he had harder drugs with him he had some crack with him you know he was so and they got a call you know the guy cops were coming to bust this drug deal right when they do they show up guy's got like a kid in the back seat seven-year-old kid in the back seat reaches for a revolver or something the cops end up shooting him as a cop, I don't, I don't know what, what what else you're going to do if a guy's grabbing a gun to point it at you. I'm not, I'm not really sure. But all I could think about, and this is the way that my brain works, is that all of this over a dime bag, you know. I'm not saying that, the you know, like I got in a little bit of a debate because the people that were putting it up, uh, one of them was an officer. And the other one, I was like, man, it would be really nice we could just end the war on drugs and there's the, so you're just saying you want them to sell crack in the streets i'm like i'm just saying i don't want people shot to death in front of their kids because they're selling crack in the streets they're not forcing anybody to take that crack there's two willing parties that are that are taking that are in a voluntary transaction and here. now we're putting our cops in, in jeopardy i told them around. i'm i don't want to end the drug war for the quote unquote bad guys yeah i want to stop putting no the doubt. blue in, in 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 dangerous situations they don't need to be where born. there actually isn't yeah a victim uh in in this transaction taking place now people can they can stretch that out and they say well then you got Strap a crack it. addicted yeah. society you just want people stealing smoking stuff crack. guess what if the crackhead ends up sealing something under the influence of crack please bring charges against him and yeah. treble those charges because he was under the influence of heavy narcotics but the whole transaction between the two people the act of actually taking it come well on, they've done guys. studies now portugal's done the we best experiment to forever think bigger yeah Portu- that was that was the whole thing portugal yeah, they they decriminalize. There's been a few places that have decriminalized to great effect, and it doesn't necessarily lower the usage rates, but it does drastically ro- lower the fatality rates among users. Right? One of the things in that infographic that I posted was talking about you want to solve the HIV problem, you want to stop the spread of HIV, because in the United States, most of the HIV is as a result of shared needles, because yeah. they, because they can't go and buy they, they can't buy clean needles and. and it's always going to happen. You bring this up, you start talking about hard drugs, heroin, fentanyl, crack. People have seen, they've touched all of us in one way or another. We all know a guy that's, that's dead because of heroin. Mm-hmm. You know, We all know a guy that's dead because of drug overdose. It doesn't, talking about this in a different way doesn't diminish uh, uh, all of the work that people have done before. But we have to be able to look back on what we've been trying and make the decision whether or not it's working or not. And 
all of the statistics show that it's not. The spending is climbing, like the little yodeler in the Price is Right game. It's just climbing up the mountain. But the usage rates, all of that, it's just on a it's on a steady. There's no dip yeah. in usage rates. It's on a just a steady. They are doing nothing with this quote unquote war on drugs. I know, man. They're doing nothing with. Well, this it. is this is from the Guardian. It says since it decriminalized all drugs in 2001, Portugal has seen dramatic drops in overdoses, HIV infection, and drug related crimes. There's the deal. There's what, the deal. What? Well, uh, there's a whole uh, system based. On the drug war now, there there are these ancillary, ancillary, ancillary. Thank you. Um, Businesses propped up around the entire industry that is the drug war of these prisons and the people who work there and parole, and then it's a whole system that people get lost in, and then they're felons because of drugs. They can't get jobs. It's just a waste. It's unbelievable. And how then they that can't contribute back to society because they can't, you know, pay their they're taxes. Convicted and felon. It's they don't so get to vote anymore. Dumb. What are we doing, man? I want to. This this out of all of the different infographics and everything, the age An- one really, really kind of got me. Ancillary. So the, these people posit that we can't end AIDS until we end the drug war. One in three new HIV in infections outside sub-Saharan Africa is caused by syringe sharing. One-third of all AIDS cases in the U.S. have also been caused by syringe sharing. That's 354,000 people. Sterile syringe access prevents HIV and saves lives. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention found that syringe access programs lowered HIV incidence among people who inject drugs in the U.S. by 80%. It's hard to see things like that and not think that the powers that be, the people that are steering the conversation, are absolutely it's it we, we talk about population control all the time. What do they have to gain by giving these people you know safe access to their to their drugs? What do they have to gain by reducing HIV uh, you know and AIDS infections by eighty percent? They look at that as another problem. Well what people I, I watched the other day when people say, okay, can we work expungement into these illegal cannabis bills? Because I'm with you, buddy. We got we got former speakers of the house that are sitting on boards. John Boehner is going to sit on the board of Acreage Cannabis. You don't you don't think that John Boehner ever signed off on some yeah. ridiculous draconian drug war bill that ended up putting a bunch of people that were doing the exact same thing he is right now, putting them in cages and ruining their lives? It, it's it's a hundred. You know what? And I'm okay with saying he's realized the error of his ways. Yeah, me too. But no more. Yeah. No more people are making any more money until the guys with nonviolent drug convictions are released. And then people are like, well, where are you going to put yeah, them? Well, are you gonna let all these where are you going to put out? them? Where are they going to work? Yeah. They, well, that okay, let's start hashing out that problem because that's a noble problem. Yeah. Right now, arguing to keep people locked up in cages because they do something that maybe you do or don't agree with that wasn't hurting you in any way, shape, or form, that is lunacy. Well, buddy, we're going to a symposium, and hopefully, we can bring back some of the knowledge. There. I'll be live tweeting it. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm Twitter setting on fire. Okay, let's. Do I'm that. live tweeting it, brother. Well, we give him your going. Twitter handle at Hoosier Craig. Easy enough. Yeah, very easy. I'm at, at Hoosier, Hoosier Craig Elgina, um, just Elgin with an A. Uh, but no, you're. I, I love seeing. I love seeing this fiery side of Craig, and I can't wait to get him up to uh, to Michigan because we've been throwing people in cages for. 
acid mushrooms, acid mushrooms, uh, cannabis, they're all Schedule One. Our government has deemed that they are the most dangerous drugs that are out there. And I, I'm still coming around and realizing all of the benefits of psychedelics. I grew up where my mom was telling me that people get addicted to, to LSD. Oh, really? People, get, people can get addicted to that? Over and over. Mom, I think you got it mixed up with another one. Answer that. That they're all. Answer uh, that. On the radio? Answer that on the radio. Tell okay. them you're on the radio. All right. Hey, this is Joe from Crunch Time with Joe and Wags. You're on the radio. What's up, buddy? Hey, what'd you think of uh, the production value? So you called me during my show to talk about your show. You're on the radio right now. Uh, oh, hey, what's up, guys? Um, Tell them a little bit about your show. What'd you guys do today? <laughs> We uh, we talked a little Cardinal Baseball. We talked about uh, basically how Jack Flaherty has emerged as the St. Louis Cardinals ace. It's, it's amazing to me because we all knew he had that kind of stuff. This guy's going to be special. All right, guys. I'm here, right now. I'm, let me introduce you to our old uh, our sports director on the changing station over at 590, a gentleman who we kept warm as a little baby egg in the nest. And I actually and sat I, on him through the winter. Craig While sat you went and on found him. Me a pebble. I, I went. I got. I got a little pebble so it could get all the worms out of your belly. And we fed. You fed him. You I Robin, I Robin fed, fed him. him. You fed this little baby. He went and got his own show. He spread his wings. His dad used to make us pasta. Yeah, we don't get delicious. any pasta anymore. We don't get pasta anymore. And now, in I would say top five moments of selfishness, Joe calls his mentor during his show on Monday. To talk about his own show, Joe. What do you have to say for yourself? Well, my my dumb butt thought, thought you still did Friday. And I don't know why I did that. I'm Thanks sorry. for the support, Joe. It's we, cool. We've been on Mondays for six so months. So does my dad. <laughs> so it's cool, and I've explained it to him yeah. five times. Thank you, Mike. You are the man. Joe, we love you. We'll give you a call after your show, buddy. Tell him when, you, tell him when your show is. Uh, my show is from 1 to 3 on Mondays. You can uh, watch it on Facebook Live, so... Uh, I'm sure you'll be sharing it. I'll share. I'll try to Don't share so your sure. show when I can. When like you, you can. Guys, wait, wait, wait. Let's un- no, let's no, unpack wait, that. Wait, 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 wait. Share the I show like when you, you can. Like when no, they're. I will. I'll share the show all the time, and I know you'll do the same with us. It's a give and take. Well, no, okay, I'm not. You can't not, force us I, into that. I'm not okay. feeling a whole lot of good yeah, here. Yeah, no, because you've never shared ours, and I believe I shared. Sure, sure, sure. I. They called it. They said, Wag said you guys would be nowhere without me. I'll talk to you after the show. <laughs> All right. Bye, buddy. Uh, why'd you make me answer that? Well, because. <laughs> why'd you make me Because now he can sit in that for the rest of the night and be Joey, like, I can't believe I forgot that their show was tonight. Joey Ding Dong's our little, little guy. He, he was he's a, a lovable little guy. He has the fire, and he's never given up. And now it's starting to come to fruition. he's not it makes getting me a proud. show, he's got camera angles. He's got better it, camera angles listen, than us. Listen. He's a guy who just never had any quit no, in his little heart. No doesn't apply and to him. And he's doing it now. Yeah, no if doubt. that's not a lesson for all of us. Yep. like It's a shame that like he's never going to hear us fawning over him like this. Yeah, because he doesn't listen to Because he doesn't show. listen he to our show. I'll, I'll share you guys when I can. Thanks. What does that thanks, mean? Thanks. I like, know how oh, busy you are, Joe. Oh, my, my arms are down at my sides. Listen, I don't know if I can hit the share button. Back to, back to the important stuff. What? We're talking about people in cages. Can we like we at the? If, but see, committing I like suicide answers. is illegal, right? I like go-go dancers, though. 
You like go go dancing. And they dance in cages. So I'm kind of like this yin and yang guy. You know, I'm deep. Okay. Is committing suicide illegal? Yes. I did not know that. Is in it? most places it is, which is ridiculous to even have that on the books. Well, lock them up. Yeah. Well, that's right. Okay, so. <laughs> lock The idea, up. people will, people are always going to, every time I start to have this conversation, people will say, no one's trying to take your weed, Craig. First off, I'm the last person to come at with that. Like, I, look, I'm not talking about weed. I'm talking about nobody's telling me what to do ever as long as I'm not oh, bothering here we anybody. Go. Here we go. Why We're can't afraid. we all just understand that? Isn't that what we, isn't that what it is to be free? Are people so scared of yes. what other people are going to do? Why is that a fear of ours? Why are we scared that if someone ingests some L- are you afraid they're going to ingest LSD and hack you up to the pieces? only reason the whole you thing? would be afraid of somebody uh, selling LSD <laughs> or somebody possibly taking LSD? Is because you have either A, yourself taking it very irresponsibly, or B, and most likely, you've just heard a story that somebody told you yeah. about how somebody ate so much, they thought that they were a glass of orange juice, and then they were afraid that they were going to spill, and that was going to be their whole life. How many times do you hear some kind of stupid... St- I can't swing a dead cat in this town. You can't swing a dead cat in this town without, without hitting somebody. somebody talking about a bad trip experience well but it's but it's it's one like no that, that orange juice one i've heard. heard that orange juice one from a hundred different people really i've like, never heard oh that. yeah oh really they just thought he was an orange juice was gonna spill huh and then he his blood poured out of yeah his skin. just uh, it's whatever your fear-based reaction is to prohibition because that's really all it comes down to typically people just don't have an experience with something and so they fear it right okay okay i'm not saying go out there and like the last thing in the world I think anybody should be doing is be like, go out there and do this. Yeah, Craig or McGregor, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you with some some fat trees right in your face right now. Can um, it be quick or should we be wait real quick? Side? I'm gonna right. be real quick with this. If there's if there's one thing I'm gonna do with this, it's gonna be quick. <laughs> All right, we have been exploring. <laughs> Joe Hamilton got booed on our deck. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. He okay. We've been exploring outward. We've been exploring, uh, you know, lands. At first it was lands. We're following animals as, as little tribal beasts on the land, just frolicking and, and one in tune with everything. At least that's what we think. Um, and then, you know, we're, we're expanding. We're, we're crossing oceans. We're crossing rivers. We're, we're exploring. We're going. We're finding people who look different. We're, we're figuring all these new things, these new metals, these new things. Oh, God, okay, now we kind of got it figured out. We got some technology. Now we're, oh, what's out there? Let's explore. Oh, now we're exploring out there. Okay, that's pretty huge. Yeah, we can, we can get to this area. Oh, okay, about the last 50 or 60 years or so, we're figuring out. Oh, how deep can we go in here? How far and you it realize, on itself? Yeah. Yes, and you realize that the shaman back in the day were they were explorers. Absolutely. Just in a completely different sense of the word, not like I got a ship. I got a ship and a helmet and a bunch of guys who do my bidding, I'm gonna be an explorer. They were taking time, putting intention, because everything that is out here, all this stuff only exists in here. Yep. So if it only exists in here, how deep can you thoroughly get in your heart, gut, soul, brain, you know, duodenum? How deep can you get into all of that? No doubt. And I think we're starting to see a new 
era of exploration, and I wonder if this new era of exploration, because we're going to Michigan, we're going to a symposium, we're going to be on the road, we're going to be going live, we're going to be doing tons of things. Um, but if that new era of exploration, if this, uh, you know, people who are inspired, inspired by, you know, Hoffman and uh, Leary, and, and then now we got Doblin and everybody now, and we're starting to figure out on the internet, you know, it's not just take, take it at a rave or whatever, man. It's like, okay, we can have intention and groups can get together and play music for one another and feel and love and, you know, do all of these things. Um, I think that's going to be the new era. And I hope that that is the new era of, of in not exploration, but inner exploration. I had a, I had a, uh, a in, exploration. Dude, that- he, he said, uh, I like to think of myself as an internet explorer. Internet. Uh, and I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of dig that. But you're absolutely right. There's so much. We're learning so much about ourselves. And this happens, what, every few decades, right? And I think that we're going to defeat it this time. Like, I, we, we went through a psychedelic renaissance probably in every decade to some degree. Yeah, a little bit. To, every, you know, to some degree, yeah. right? Um, but I do think that now the biggest difference is, A, we have this network that we communicate with mm-hmm. people on the other side of the globe. That and was I really, created I really, by the psychedelic I really, really want to get into this. We're way up against the break. So when we come back, let's dive into okay. this a little bit. This is Hoosier Sophisticate on WGNU 920 AM. We'll catch you on the other side of the break. Hey Hoosiers, Greg Kohler here. With home buying season heating up, be sure to get a quote from a top agency and provider of the number one home insurer in North America. They offer coverage that's second to none. In fact, if your AC goes out, they offer a new endorsement where you can get a replacement from a local HVAC company. Give them a call, 314-961-4800. If you get a machine and you don't talk to a person, we'll give you one of these fine Hoosier sophisticated tees. Just takes one phone call or apply online at carltoninsurance.net. People do business with James because they like and trust him. Just check him out on Google and Facebook. If your insurance is costing you a leg and an arm, then call James Carlton State Farm. Go Google it. I'm gonna do some siding, get you excited. James Hardy siding. Google it. You know I make your neighbors cry, cry. Cause we tell all the leaks go back. And you know we all do the side. Guys, Lifetime Roofing. We're the best roofers in the game. Best customer service. LifetimeSTL.com. Google them. 
one. Forty-eight hundred. Handsome, amazing, astonishing, astounding, fabulous, incredible, fantastical, phenomenal, prodigious, stupendous, unbelievable, wondrous, divine. Fantastical. No, seriously. He's fantastical. You got a house. Go on and get it in church. You got a car. You got to get it in church. You got a life. Go on and get it in church. James Carlton. Carlton. In church. Something to eat. I don't care. I'm kind of hungry. Well, what sounds good? Anything sounds good. You pick. How about some Mexican? No, I had that for lunch yesterday. How about we get some Italian food? Yeah. Okay, now you're not saying anything. You're just I just me a want look. something delicious. What does that even mean? I want to sit outside. Applebee's? Applebee's? No, Applebee's. Gross. I'm not Applebee's eating good. Applebee's. I don't know why Applebee's always fries on Applebee's. are disgusting. They're gross. Places to go I'm not eating Applebee's. I want to go to Truman. Let's go to Truman. we can all agree upon. Shut up, you idiot. The NLS Braille and Audio Reading Download or BARD web-based service and BARD mobile app give patrons the freedom to read their way, listen to their stories. BARD is this beautiful web-based program for searching for books and for the ability to download them. Now this next step with Bard Mobile has just been a tremendous innovation. It's a great way to have a book with you without carrying a book. Wherever I go, Bard Mobile, the library services is with me. When you discover you have an impairment, it can change your life. So take a little time to find the resources that are going to help you restore what you've lost. For more information about the National Library Service for the Blind and Physically Handicapped Library of Congress, visit loc.gov slash thatallmayread or call 1-888-NLS-READ. Let's face it, you're a product of a nutty society and there are unexamined crevices and uncleaned out drain traps in all of us and uh, and you're going to encounter that stuff. The good news is the earlier psychedelic trips tend to deal with that. 
Say word, Radio Land. We're coming at you live with Stephen Craig on Hoosier Sophisticate, presented by Mycelio Media. Now, St. Louis, let's do this. This is not tea. This is eating raw mushrooms. As soon as the mushroom enters my body, I sit and meditate. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Hoosier Sophisticate here on WGNU 920 AM. Put it.com behind it. You're streaming us anywhere live in the world. Facebook Live, YouTube, Mycelial Media. Oh, we're having some fun. We're talking about the uh, the Internet exploration, what you will, right? There's uh, so many physical spaces that we've, we're kind of confined by by time and space, and that's all kind of mm-hmm. crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe... Maybe we have to look at time travel in a different way, right? Like it's never going to oh, be yeah. something that we're going to jump to other sides of the galaxy, maybe in a physical body, but maybe we learn how to transmit consciousness. Maybe we learn how to transmit information. I was saying before the break that I feel like this particular psychedelic renaissance is going to be the one that breaks through. I don't think there's going to be – unless unless Earth finds itself in like a uh, an EMP-type disaster where the entire grid is taken down – I do believe that the hive mind that we have created with the Internet, the way that we communicate and the way that information has been shared among the masses, it's too hard to stifle now. The prop- it's, it's bigger than the propaganda machine, right? And we're still fighting it. We're still fighting it. We, fought, we, we went viral with the post about it. The, the U.S. Surgeon General, he came out and he said a bunch of stuff about how, how it's not your mother's marijuana and he's really concerned about it. And nobody that's actually doing the science no, none of these researchers that have that have data that back this up. They don't have a pulpit like he has. They don't have they don't have the ear of the nation. And so we have to always understand that like we can change minds. We can compel people to our side with good science, with good information. What we're fighting now is getting that good information out there. That's that's each and every one of our jobs. We have a tool now that we can share this. That's what this show is, mm-hmm. right? That's what that's that's what this community is. We're trying to talk about things that used to be taboo, used to be stuff that you couldn't talk about, and people look at you with a straight face. But now the the, the people with psychedelic experiences, they're the ones that have built the network, like you said. They're the ones that have found. Now this is going back. You know, this is how they found the DNA helix, right? So much. I mean, Steve Jobs created Apple, you know, or, or got the idea for Apple and what it could be on. So much of our future, of the way that we dream and dream big, has been as a result of people being willing to just change their perception through these different medicines. And I feel like we've finally gotten to a point now where the information is so readily available to all of us that we're, we're not going to take as big of a step back the next time the Puritans come in, right? It's not going to, it's going to, it might give an inch, but we're going to take back a mile. What is it? What is it? Is it as insidious as the powers that be of the, the U.S. government, that the, the people that they ask this question to, how dangerous is cannabis? How dangerous is uh, – how, da- how dangerous are psychedelics? And you know some room somewhere in some government office, they had a discussion where they said how dangerous are these drugs, and they weren't talking – how dangerous are these drugs to people? No, that was not. That's not the question. No, no, no. How dangerous? Does it, how does this put our idea? What kind of scope does this put our ideals in for people? Thank you. Is is it that? And then this propaganda machine that works because you do. You you, you, you touched on it where 
we're constantly being bombarded with information, yep. and now we are in the age, the filter age. We got to filter what's real. Our our president spouts every day fake news, and you can't, and you agree with him, but also you see him as this just monster a little bit too but you say oh well he's kind of pointing out some factualities all of our media is garbage i didn't realize that to get to be a talking head in the media is a basis of almost you're a pretty good actor you're on the the next charming and good looking can you be on camera to tell the story yes it's not i was in the trenches i was there with them i figured that stuff out i saw what happened when this uprising was happened there's not much of that journalism going any on anymore and those aren't our most prized journalists and it's a trust thing we always talk about it with with uh, bitcoin and um you know decentralization the the blockchain. blockchain They, they, what they're doing for us is it, it's a trust thing because right now a bank is just a trust. You trust them to hold your money, and th- then they are supposed to be trusted to give you that money back when you need it. And it's not real. None of this, none of that's real. So if you have an establishment, a machine, an artificial intelligence agent whose trusting is the trust basis. Then you don't need those middlemen anymore. But what what it originally brought it to is what what inside of those humans that haven't been fed the propaganda is there something inside of us? Is, is there a, a a nature of these psychedelics that just humanity says no? I can't. Not that's not for me. I'll, I'm stuck in my ways. I like my way very much. And if anything that they say is going to break my constructs. I don't want it. Change is bad. Yeah, I think change is scary, and I think different ideas are scary. And it goes back to what we were talking about with you know ending the drug war and things like that. We have been conditioned to believe that it's cops and robbers, yeah, cowboys and Indians. Yep. yep you know what yep, I mean? Yep. Like that's that's yep. how we've been conditioned. And there's got to be a good, and there's got to be a bad. Yes. And that makes it this super binary, black and white. Yep. And there's there's it takes all of the nuance out of these problems. And what's happening is is when you when you handle them with these uh, uh, polarized solutions, you're never accounting for the unintended consequences, and for so sure. you're constantly trying to make rules based around these other unintended consequences. You can't do that, and then more unintended consequences come as a as a matter of that. It's so it is definitely fear based, man. It's you people that are afraid are much easier to control. Yeah. You know. Um, well, so, now you just sound like crazy conspiracy. Yeah, and probably you think they're really trying to control everybody. Yeah, I mean, That's to what, a degree. You don't think people are having conversations that biggest businesses and the best governments haven't hired the best minds to give them the best ideas to continue what's in their best interest? It just no makes sense that that is what's happening, man. It's freaking me out, man. I don't know. I can't we, handle it. I try to. Uh, I don't know. I, I have weird thoughts like this running through my head all the time. Yeah, I try you're a to weirdo. Talk, try you're to talk about them in weirdo. the morning. Every now and then, I'll have some friends that'll that'll join along for the ride. Yeah, man, I uh, love your Facebook you know, lives in the morning. They're fun. great. It gets me from point A to point B. We were talking about when you have a routine, when you have a commute like that or something, and you've made that trip a thousand times. Sometimes you'll forget. How you even got to where you were going? It's oh, like oh god, I know. You just kind of like black. Like, did I stop at that? Well, I have a Tesla. 
Yeah, it just <laughs> so takes takes you home. <laughs> so Seth took the time to make another one of our Craig moments. Yes, he did. And I feel as though, well, I, you know, I'd be remiss if we didn't play the Craig moment. I yeah. hate introducing my own moment. Yeah, yeah. But Craig I moment. also look forward uh, to whatever random thing that he's pulled. <laughs> I have no idea. So, Mark, if you don't mind, can we get this week's Craig's mo- Craig moment? I mean, last week there was as few as like 80-something applications on all right, and they've been knowing that this is coming for a very long time. Uh-oh. That's my coffee. Motherfucker. <laughs> That's my coffee. The whole thing. And the floorboard. Let's just go ahead and pull into this gas station. Daddy's going to need a little job today. That's the whole cup of coffee. I was literally pulling into the office. The whole f- My feet are in an inch of submerged cappuccino. And I am not happy about it. Ah, well, I guess I'll just uh, end this transmission. I really enriched your guys' lives with this talk, huh? That's f***ing awesome. Really f***ing swell. There's a lot of people here, too. Again, Trent, listen. The cup holders on a 2000 Honda Odyssey, they're dog s***, okay? Yeah, that's right. I'm going to go to QT two times in one morning. F*** me. F*** me. Anyway... Good luck to all my friends. <laughs> Thanks for coming out last night and humoring us. And get us a fucking sippy cup. That's the fuck of it. I got, I got more fucking Yetis and, and, and $50 cups to keep my shit warm for 10 days. Like I need a coffee warm for 10 days. I got all that shit. I just don't have a fucking cup holder to keep it in. <sighs> Keep your call good. Keep your coffee warm for 50 days. That was hilarious. That was really well, good. I typically have a bout with coffee every morning. Oh, man. That was, that fun. was good. I'm crying a little bit. Listen, all right. We've had some fun. We've rambled incoherently. We do something every week that's a lot of fun. But first, I want to talk about the delicious cheese curds. At oh, God. I want to eat them up. We're going to do different things this year. I talked to their back on board. They said they love the Hoosiers coming to their place. Class in the joint up. Class in the joint up. So we go out. We go out to the back patio. We've had a lot of good times there. We're going to do one live event uh, here in the next month or two. Hopefully try to get maybe some sort of real sweet uh, beach on their beach volleyball court. Maybe yeah, a little, little campfire sit- sing-along. Yes, a little Jack Johnson on the beach. That's what we're trying to work out right now. Um but oh, and we also want to do some reviews. We're also going to go there, maybe eat a little bit of food. I love it. We'll review the cheese curds. Their food let you is some so video good. footage, and that's what we'll start. Doing. Their food is one of the best kept secrets down in Soulard. And Soulard's got a lot of good fare. Well, you think eh, this is a sports bar, man? It's not going to have that good. The of food's treats. unbelievable. The treat. I will mow those cheese it's curds so right good. now. Go to Truman's in Soulard if you go. Have. So good. Want to go to Truman's? We like movies. So do we. We like internet. So do you. It's the streaming pigs of the week. And Hulu. It's the streaming pigs of the week. And Netflix too. And it's the streaming pigs of the week. And we like the internet too. What are you watching, buddy? Zumba's Just Dessert. Zumba's Just Dessert. Zumba's Just Reser- Just Dessert. Zumbo's just des- just desserts. Can you tell me about Zumbo's just desserts? Listen, guys, I'm a weirdo. Okay, I got uh, there's something about this show. I want to. I think it's called just. That makes sense. Like he Zumbo got his just desserts. Zumbo is a little little guy. 
He's a little, Zum, Zumbo's Just Desserts. It's on Netflix. I'm on episode 11. There's one season. The internet's on fire. They don't know if there's going to be a second season. And by on fire, I mean out of Google had like seven what posts. What do they do? Okay. It's a baking show. Okay. And I'm not in any of that stuff. I tried to watch the great British baking show. I couldn't get into it, okay? But this Zumbo, he'll steal your heart. And he's got this little fire plug. Gigi, she's she's a Brazilian Australian. Okay, so she's got a real weird accent. A lot of actually. aliens. I yeah. thought I was gonna like it. I thought I was gonna like it. And it's an Australian show. He's okay. an Australian pastry chef. She, everyone has a uh, they talk like this, mate. I, you couldn't wait. This is the only reason that you're talking. Zimba's just as it's no. This is how I say no now, no. I love them so much. That's I love these people, um, and I have fallen in love. There's. There's this one guy, and he's a bouncer, and he's got muscles, but they're super little. It's like me saying, I got muscles. It's like, no, you don't eat, bro. <laughs> and you got tendons showing. Like, your tendons look great, man. Six-pack of tendons. Good job. Um, so, and he's like that, and he's like, I'm a bouncer. And I'm like, man, Australia's so weak. <laughs> you heard me, Australia, you're weak. Our bouncers will smash your bouncers, bro. But he makes all these <laughs> intricate desserts. Just the, just these beautiful uh, le petit parfait en bouche. Like they have all these names. Like I've learned French. so many different names. Okay. Le petit gâteau, just a small, as je sais small, a little cake for you. Okay. So, and they're just making these delicious treats, right? I wept. I found myself weeping during. I don't baking so, show, Steve. Like I'm not. I don't want to be Seth here. But the women, come on, babe. All the gals have made me fall in love with them. I think there's something about girls that, and baking. That, Jenny? Jenny's a great cook and and baker because I, I didn't realize that there are chefs who kind of only deal with this, and then there are bakers who work on patisseries. And you, I've been picking a lot of stuff. And, you know, there's like a difference between, you know, you kind of pick one or the other. I, did, I thought you just kind of cooked. You kind of knew it all. Well, these pastry chefs and these, you know, delicious uh, bakery chefs, petisserie chefs, um, the, first of all, the things they make. And then there, there's a sense of, oh, I'm sugary and sweet and I'm just trying to make things better with a little cupcake here and a little dash of powdered sugar here. And I'm going to, oh, my, oh, me, oh, my. And you fall in love with, like, a couple of the sure. the contestants. And this one contestant, she doesn't get her cakes done in time, okay? Is it new contestants every week or is no, it? No, it's same contestants. Okay. And then they go into the Zumbo test. If you're one of the bottom two, you go into the Zumbo test. And he creates a dish that has eight layers of different desserts, okay. all perfect. When he says he it in the shape of, like, an egg and then will pour... Glossy chocolate glaze over the top, so this thing looks like a sphere of okay. beauty. And then you cut it into, and it's a cake of all these different sure. flavors. Okay, it's unreal. But she she couldn't get her cake done in time, oh. so I'm sitting there, and she's like, "I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not gonna have enough. I'm not gonna have enough." You're welling up. I'm getting emotional. I can see right you. Now. All right. Well, what's it Zumbo's called just desserts. Just if you want a good cry, <laughs> Mike, you watching anything? No, not at the moment. Okay, good, good enough. Good Scott. enough. Scott. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I've been watching uh, Log Colonel's baseball because you know it's getting. What's up with the Redbirds, baby? The Redbirds are on a tear. We got like a ninety-one percent chance yeah. of making the playoffs. Oh, old Craig would have loved this season right oh, now. Can't he's I, dead. There's been a he's, <laughs> he's dead. dead. He's long dead. He's dead. There's a Craig that cared about sport. Remember him? 
Yeah, he was, athletic. He, he, he was everything yeah. that made me up for the longest time. <laughs> hey, he's up? gone. You got anything else, brother? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's enough talking about Craig's, All right. enough of Craig's empty soul. Let's, uh, <laughs> Let's move on. I've been watching the Righteous Gemstones on oh, HBO. Oh, buddy. No? buddy. It's so that? good. Buddy, that's buddy, hilarious. Buddy. That's it's the best show. So good. Kenny it's Powers so as good. a televangelist. It's so good. It's so good. I watched it again this weekend. I caught up because I kind of crashed out at your place watching uh, like the second episode. Oh, yeah. I, I fell out of it. So I ended up catching up on that. I think is there four episodes now? Yeah. Real quick uh, from the text line, uh, Carolyn uh, Goida, or, or Gal Goida, she says, Image and fear are often baseless in reality. I'm not afraid of the homeless. Uh, I have fed and opened my doors to uh, homelessness, homeless everywhere. Uh, never a risk, but many fear homeless and decades of fascist propaganda has distorted the entire drug issue. Her no next one says, please, someone help. I'm being murdered by a homeless gentleman. <laughs> I let in my house. <laughs> oh, now, now it's just a bunch of JK, semicolon. All right. Rest in peace, uh, Goida. <laughs> Greg, what you've been watching? Know you. I uh, There's been a third season released of The Good Place. And I'm on it, man, and I love it. I love the show so much. And honestly, after it, after season two wrapped up, I'm like, hmm. I'm watching that too. I don't I'm know. A, I'm on this. I'm, I'm you like it? it? Yeah. I watched the first season and I was, I was iffy on it. Stick stick with it. it. Okay. It gets it gets like so. That's the whole deal. Is it's kind of outrageous, right? Yeah. It wraps up really nice in the first, and then like the the sec the the second season gets really bizarre, kind of trying. And I thought that they just kind of told the story. Ted Danson, Kristen Bell. It's a great. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's a great lineup, man. It's even got your guy now. I know. It's got Manzukas in it now. He's great. But um, I can't believe how I got poop out the drugs. And this third in this third uh, season, how. metaphysical and just like they really play with really some cool existentialism it's neat it's neat they've done a really good i didn't know where they were going to go with three and it was it's been maybe my favorite season so far you you made me or you know re- recommended that and it does have one of my favorite jokes <laughs> in the first episode well, yeah it, it's in the very first episode it's within the first five minutes but you want to yeah yeah so basically uh he's you know he's Talking about how all of these people have this idea of what the afterlife is. It's and, God. It's, and, or it's not God up there. Uh, what is Ted Danson? It's, it's, an it's angel the or? good place. Yeah. He, he, they just, it's the good place and the bad place. Yeah. Um, and basically, he's like, oh, yeah, all these people. He's basically explaining the point system that gets He's like, most people think they have an idea of heaven or hell, and they got it about mm, 13% right. Except for this guy. And he, like, points to, like, this goofy dude on a plaque on the wall. Yeah, yeah. He's like, one time during a, a, a magic mushroom trip, he got it 97% right. We put him on a plaque and everything. Like, he's a legend around yeah, here. He's a legend. Yeah. So it is good. a great joke. One of my favorite jokes and of all actually time. And they, they actually bring that guy into the uh, you know, no. into the third season. They, they, oh, they've man. Got, they've got his character is now a part of the story. Oh, man. It's great. It's great. Good place on Netflix. It was awesome. That's uh, awesome. I, real quick, I, I know we've got to be wrapping everything up. Steve and I are leaving for Michigan on Wednesday. If you guys want to follow along, we're going to have all kinds of content for you guys as we head up there. It's a legal state. We're going to try and do a little dispensary tour, maybe some product reviews. Yeah, you're going to see us The get, Psychedelic Symposium, camera, though, I is I don't know how excited – I've ever been about something, fun, man. Dude. Rick Doblin is the keynote speaker. Rick Strassman's there. There's mm. there's doctors calling in from all over the world. It's going to be amazing. Are I you hope wear you guys a suit? will follow along. No, no. 
I'll jeans. Keep it pretty, yeah, I'll keep it pretty. Uh, so we're gonna dress pretty ex- casual, exactly, pretty exactly casual. alike. Pretty cash. Should we dress it exactly cash. like on purpose? Mike, real quick, do we have time? We got yes, we two do. minutes to wrap this up. So we got a, a little ad from Leafly. Okay. David Downs, vape pen lung disease. Here's what you need to know. As of Monday, September 9th, the CDC has reported up to 450 cases in 33 states of severe acute respiratory distress syndrome, possibly associated with a recently inhaled drug aerosol, commonly known as vaping. Five patients may have died from the condition. The deaths occurred in Illinois, Oregon, Indiana, California, and Minnesota. Here's what you need to know. If you own illicit vape cartridges, throw them away immediately. (laughs) The CDC, FDA, and HHS advise consumers Thursday to avoid buying cannabis vapes or using products off the street. They are unregulated, untested, and could be contaminated. If you purchase an illicit market dispenser, Disposable vaporizer cartridge, either THC or nicotine, and it is filled with the wrong additive at the wrong amount. Using it carries the risk of immediately injuring your lungs. Mm. Three patients may have died as a result of these tainted cartridges. I use them all. Well, I'm a flower guy myself. Just but, lost uh, all my breath. Yeah, you are. You always have been. I'm a flower been. guy myself. You I hate to pat myself been. on the back, guys. We're way up against it on time. We don't have a close for you, but I want to remind you about our we sponsors don't? one last time. James Carlton Insurance. CarltonInsurance.net. 314-961-4800. Lifetime Roofing and Renovation. Roof, roof. LifetimeSTL.com. 314-800-0426. Get down to Truman's and Soulard. Have some of the best bar fare you'll find in the area. Curds. Great. Unbelievable service there. They always take care of us. This is Hoosier Sophisticated. Next week, we're going to talk relationships. We're sorry we, we left you guys hanging. We will do it next week. Were we sure. supposed to? Yeah, for sure. Did guys, we say we were Ho- supposed well, to? I did uh, before we left first break. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> guys, this is Hoosier Sophisticated. You're amazing. Keep Hey, add the friends to the group that you think will be in addition to it. Yeah. Thank you for following along. I love you guys. Share our stuff. Follow me and Steve as we traverse the, the roads to Michigan. It's going to be learn about fun. psychedelic science. This has been Hoosier Sophisticated. We'll see you all next week. Warning, system hacked. Warning, system hacked. Countdown sequence initiated. Ten seconds to evacuation. Security breach detected. New intelligence is under attack. Extracting dark matter. Five, four, three, two, one.